We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the Guilty as Charged podcast, coming to you live on a Tuesday evening. It is 6.04 p.m. We are hoping <laughs> that news breaks during the show, um, but uh, ultimately, we'll see what happens today. Harbaugh Watch, obviously, in, in full swing uh, this morning. I don't know about you, Tyler, um, but every time I had a little break at work today, I was I was refreshing, refreshing Twitter, messaging people about what was going on, and uh, it sounds like that was... The consensus uh, for most of us today. So, yeah, uh, hopefully we're we're reaching the end of the coaching search, but uh, I guess we'll see what happens here in the next little bit. So, uh, Tyler, what's up, man? How are you doing tonight? Pretty good, dude. A lot to talk about. There was, I mean, there's just so much out there right now. Um, chatter on the internet, chatter in our direct messages, and all sorts of things going on. Can't help but just be a bit excited. My principal now asks me every day. Hey, what's going on with the Chargers? And are they any yeah. news coming out soon? I'm like, I don't really know, but we'll see. Um, it would have been nice to drop it live. We st- we'll stream for 40 ish minutes, and if it if it pops, hey, great. You know, I think the last time we were live when news broke was Sebastian Joseph Day. I don't know if that means anything good <laughs> or bad uh, if, if Harbaugh news drops, but yeah, uh, exciting times. Even if it doesn't happen today, if it doesn't happen tomorrow. I really do feel like this thing is happening. I think we're all getting that sense at this point. Um, it feels about as done of a deal as JC Jackson to the Chargers when it was almost like, wow, how is like there are so many people reporting this, yet the Chargers yeah. never leak anything. It it's what it feels like. It's just the worst kept secret since they I guess they let Brandon Staley go. And so I, I think it's gonna happen. But I'll wait. I'll wait because I've seen a, a literal tweet from Adam Schefter that said. That Brian Dable was the head coach in 2021. So I will wait like another hour and then I'll celebrate when we see it. 
Yeah, there's a, you know, there's definitely some, you know, emotional hedging going on um, because of what happened the last coaching search. You know, we were obviously very invested in the Brian Dable thing. Um, you know, Brandon Staley we had in our rankings, but he was kind of, you know, he was like this year's Brian Callahan for us, I feel like, you know, somebody that was on the radar, but not like, you know, a front runner. Um, so it, we'll, we'll see what happens here. There's a ton of smoke about everything. Um, we do have a topic that we want to cover today, um, you know, regarding the future of Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. We'll see if we get into that how much today. Um, <laughs> but just for just to like get everything out there, um, I usually have my phone on silent while we record. Um, today I have it on, so if anything breaks, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, so just so everybody is clear, if, if you're not paying attention, I think most of you in here live are definitely paying attention, but for our audio audience or anything like that, um, Jim Harbaugh was in the building today um, doing another meeting. I don't believe it was an interview. Um, I believe it was described as a meeting by Adam Schefter. And my understanding that it was more about like the details of everything that Harbaugh wants, the Chargers want, everything like that. We had some potential coaching uh, staff additions tweeted out by Mr. Aaron Wilson. Um, so like Tyler said, it, there's a ton of smoke here. It feels like to me from the outside looking in and, and based off of some things that I've been hearing from within the building as well as around, you know, uh, the Twitterverse, it sounds like this is like right at the finish line. And there's just some really things like that the Chargers need to, you know, uh, iron out the details with Jim Harbaugh before it ultimately uh, get signed. There is an interview with the Atlanta Falcons looming tomorrow. I don't know if that's going to happen. Last time the Chargers had other interviews, Brandon Staley had other interviews, um, and Brandon Staley came in for a second meeting, and the Chargers and Brandon Staley decided that they could not allow each other to leave the building, that they had to get things done that day. I don't know if, Brandon, if Jim Harbaugh is still in the building, but that could certainly happen again. So that's kind of where we're at. He was in the building today. Um, I am pretty confident that he was at least there for like four or five hours. Um, not sure if he's still there, but I know he was there for quite a while. Um, there were rumors that his wife was with him. Other family members were with him. So there, this is, this is like coming down the stretch. I wish that we could be breaking this news right now. Um, but it feels like this is going to happen and things just have to be kind of ironed out right now and, and, you know, get across the finish line, sign the dotted line, cross the T's, dot the I's, all that good stuff. Yeah. And I wonder how much the chargers would be working with Harbaugh on all of this. You know, when do they find out? When do you start preparing graphics? When do you start getting all the behind <laughs> stuff cut up? That sort of thing. Like, yeah, I think that that also plays a part in it. Um, I do think that my guess now, if he's if he's still there, it's it's it'll drop, I think, at any point. But if he's left, and that's totally fine, I do think that he does the thing where he goes to the Falcons, hears them out. Hey, Michigan, what is the last thing you could offer here? But I think he ends up with the Chargers. Like I, I do think that maybe he'll do it just last little bit. Maybe it squeezes out another little bit of the Chargers or whatever. But I just think it's a done deal at this point. Um, it doesn't even seem, it almost seems like other teams know, like there hasn't been this aggressive NFL wide push really for Jim yeah. Harper. And like, 
oh shit, the Chargers want him. All right, we'll go find somebody else. <laughs> I'm not saying that other candidates yeah. are bad, but like it really felt like the NFL knew that if it was not Michigan, then it would be Chargers. And it seems yeah. like it's not Michigan, therefore Chargers. So it'll get done. Uh, would be nice in the next 35 minutes. <laughs> done. But if not, all good. Um, but if it doesn't yeah. get live done on on the stream live, they'll drop to my uh, number two candidate. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I, it'll get done. It'll yeah. it'll take however much time. Um, it feels like someone's mentioning Nick's mentioning like the Minnesota interview in the chat. It feels like this is the most serious, really, even two NFL teams yeah. have been like the Fal- I'm, I'm including the Falcons here as like the other contender. Uh, the most serious other teams, uh, <laughs> the NFL teams have been about Harbaugh and 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 vice versa. NFL go Harbaugh going to the NFL, so like this this is happening. So unless the Falcons go, hey, would you like to own the stadium and you know every firstborn child for the next ten generations or whatever? Other than that, I think that the, the Chargers got this one. So I'm excited. Yeah, uh, there was a great point um, earlier from Super LT One Hundred One. Um, you know the Chargers. I was listening to Sports Center on Sunday, and Jeremy Fowler reported that the Chargers were going to do a second round of interviews, and it was going to be four to six candidates. And so I was like, okay, like that makes sense. You know, Albert Breer has kind of pointed out the Chargers are trying to do the Harbaugh thing and be in on the Harbaugh thing while also like having some contingency plans in case Harbaugh decides to go back to Michigan or or whatever the case may be. And so I was like, okay, so doing more interviews that makes sense. We messaged about like the guys that they could potentially have in for second uh interviews but nothing has come up about that the chargers have not had any other second interview leak um this is it's been only harbaugh right now and to your point you know the falcons are doing a second interview um there's a lot going on in atlanta right now that's like very interesting from like an nfl perspective because they were reportedly like all in on bill belichick now they're like they interviewed Bobby Slowick and and they loved Bobby Slowick and so maybe that could happen, but it doesn't sound like the Harbaugh interest is really like legitimate in Atlanta, and I could see why like that would be the piece that he would use as leverage because hey like I could go to Atlanta I could draft my guy JJ McCarthy at pick number eight and then we can just kind of you know be ready to rock at Atlanta. But it never really, it's never really felt like he's super interested in Atlanta. That's kind of my read on it. Um, you know, there, there's been like interviews and things. There's been an interview, but with the Chargers, it's like, hey, like we're talking about coaching staff, we're talking about strength and conditioning coach, we're talking about, uh, you know, the new facility. Like Adam Schefter is talking about, like you know, him bringing sports science and, and investing in sports science on the Dan Patrick Show. So it really does feel like it's the Chargers or Michigan. So if you're the Chargers, like out of respect, I could see you letting him go back to Michigan saying, this is my offer from the Chargers. This is what the Chargers are willing to do for me. What are you willing to do for me? Like one last little pitch. But if you're the Chargers, I think letting him go interview in Atlanta is is a bad move. I, like, I don't think you want Atlanta to have another chance at it. So for me, I think out of respect, you can let him talk to Michigan, but this this should not he should not leave California is what I'm trying to say. Like this is, this is a deal that needs to get done. So um, we'll see what happens. I'm not as worried. Like 
now not that saying these things are all real, but has there been a single Jim Harbaugh really wants to coach the Falcons article or anything out there? I mean, it's no. I I have at it, you know, feel free. Uh yeah. I, I don't really think that it matters as much if he goes to the Falcons tomorrow. And it could just be out of out of courtesy, like, hey man, you guys really did push like crazy for me. You know, I'll listen, but not gonna officially take it. So uh yeah, I I just we're waiting at this point. It's a waiting game, however long it takes, we'll be here. I'll yeah. take it. I mean, geez, another another week of waiting for what could be a, a decade of dominance. Uh, no problem. I can do that. Yeah. Uh, for what it's worth, Colin Cowherd just tweeted out two minutes ago uh, and said, quote, mobility, replacing fragility, creating stability, the announcements still to be busy night. And he's been all over the Harbaugh stuff. I don't know if that's related to Harbaugh, but he's been all over the Harbaugh stuff. So we'll see. He's practicing his like haikus. Hold on, let me Colin Cowherd. I got to read that. That was, that was a whole. That was a whole. Colin thing. loves to be. He loves to be uh, interesting on Twitter. Mobility, replacing fragility, creating stability. The announcements still to be busy night. Mobility. Mobility is a weird one. Um. Okay. Yeah. Super cryptic. Yeah. Um, also, Charlie Sinclair points out this. This is a, a great point by him. Um, again, I gave him a shout out last time. Charlie's been all over the the Harbaugh watch uh, from the jump. Um, he said, "I think it's worth pointing out that it hasn't been reported. The second meeting today has been completed. I don't know if we would get a tweet from the team because th- it was reported as like a meeting, not an interview from Schefter." But I think his point is well taken. I think it is important to point out that this meeting theoretically could still be going on right now. Has there been, have the Falcons done a second interview or has another team done a second interview that has, they've said like, yes, this meeting that is not as much an interview, but now like a second meeting is completed. Did Bill Belichick get that for the Falcons? Um, let me see. Just curious, you know, if, if that's not, if you conclude the first interview. They did, yeah. They So they tweeted they an hour ago that they completed a second interview with Raheem Morris, for example. Um, let's see, did they do one for, uh, they interviewed Ben Johnson like super late at night. Um, he didn't, they, like, I thought he ran out of time for them. Or something, which is yeah. So they they also did a second. They tweeted out a second interview for Bill Belichick. They did do that. Okay, but yeah. So Ben Johnson had six interviews on Friday and Saturday, and then ran out of time. So he was able to sneak in the interview like Sunday night after they beat the Buccaneers, and uh, that's when they did the interview. Pretty crazy. The yeah. NFL interview process. Like I know we all want this to be done quickly, but like putting myself in the shoes of these candidates, these coaches, like this is this was the most important game in like Detroit Lion football history. And Ben Johnson and I <laughs> are doing six interviews or trying to do six interviews. Aaron Glenn, same thing. Yeah. Um, that would be extremely stressful, man. And then you got to go and, and coach in that game. So, you know, the NFL hiring process, I, I think, is, is a little bit, little ridiculous. But so yes, if we don't Falcons hear do second interviews and they tweeted it out, if we don't hear that 
they've concluded an interview with Jim Harbaugh by three in the morning. Is it just Sean Merriman keeping Harbaugh in a stall <laughs> uh, <laughs> until he signs? Like just holding up by his foot, just give him like a swirly, you know, every time he doesn't sign. And just, and just I appreciate your work, Sean. Yeah. Yeah. Sean Merriman, shout out to him. He, the, did you see the video he made today? I didn't. I saw the joke that he blocked Tom Telesco, though. That was yeah, funny. yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll certainly talk about Tom Telesco here in a minute. But um, for what it's worth, the last time the Chargers hired Brandon Staley, Ian Rappaport tweeted it out at six fifty-seven p.m. So theoretically, this <laughs> like again, this is all theory. Like I know he our was poor in the chat's gonna be staring at the clock for the next thirty-seven <laughs> minutes, dude. I like we know he was in the building today. We don't know like if he is still there or if he left, but I know that the meeting it was a longer one. So um we we mentioned the coaching candidate thing that um Aaron Wilson tweeted out. I don't want to get into too much there regarding Greg Roman and his son Jay Harbaugh, but several other people have pointed out that Jesse Minter and him are like kind of a package deal. So we can talk about yeah. Jesse Minter. Mm-hmm. I feel more confident in that happening yes. than the other ones happening. Um, I actually was watching, like I've been watching the Michigan prospects. And so I've been watching Jesse Minter's defense. Um, I, I love what Jesse Minter has done. I watched the all 22 tape of what he did um against Washington and the way that he was able to fluster Michael Penix in that game and I think it's just this would be the Chargers getting a bit more of a cutting edge on defense and and being able to kind of find that same kind of Mike McDonald uh defensive scheme where you're kind of blending a lot of different worlds here because the what McDonald is doing I think there's a misconception about this because people kind of thought that the Ravens would be doing more like Vic Fangio stuff and they do some of that, but there's still a lot of wink Martindale in the Mike McDonald, Jesse Minter schemes. So I think it's just this kind of perfect blend of like aggression and also like preventing the big plays. So I would be thrilled about, you know, uh, Jesse Minter and him potentially being the defensive coordinator the one thing I will say is that the Chargers would definitely have to do some work on the defensive tackle room because you watch the Michigan defensive tackles, the Ravens defensive tackles, they are incredibly disruptive on a down-to-down basis. So it's been fun to watch the Jesse Minter defense. I think it'd be a fantastic hire there. There was a clip floating around today of him like waving by at Ohio State after they beat them this year. Uh, so just like that like FU attitude that Harbaugh has, Jesse Minter seems to have. And uh, Jesse Minter would be fantastic. I'd be really, really excited about that. Yeah, that's what I, I don't know if my signal starting to go out. It looks like it's a low Wi-Fi on my end. So I apologize if it does. Um, it really seems like Dodds and Minter and obviously Harbaugh would be like your connected three right now. And then after that, seems a bit more wishy-washy, but we'll see. Uh, someone's saying that Jesse Minter and Jay Harbaugh landed at LAX at 515. I don't, I don't know if someone can... Tell me that if true. Um, no, I, I'm all for it. And I, I really do think, you know, the Michigan football team has had Nico Collins, you know, be someone that's developed on their end on offense. The defense, it feels like you can cycle through more guys that have either been drafted really early or have developed or have played well. I just think what they're doing there, the idea that maybe you don't get exactly Mike McDonald, but if you get anything close to it, 
on your defensive side. Yeah. Uh, like maybe there's some adjustment period, but then like you have Jim Harbaugh as the head coach. So it's not just like this guy's walking to the NFL, which he already mentored was what three years with John Harbaugh mm-hmm. it was at Baltimore. So it's not like he's never put, you know, gone to the NFL, but um, no, that would be almost the next best thing. I think offensive coordinator is still obviously the most important next hire after Jim Harbaugh or I guess GM, but still like the, the idea that you get that Ravens defense and you pair it with an offense with Herbert gutted or not. We'll talk about the receivers in a bit. That's pretty enticing. Yeah. Yeah. I it's, it's just like a real change in an attitude in identity. And that's what we wanted. We wanted this team to be more aggressive. We wanted them to be more physical and that's what this potential hiring could do. Um, real quickly before we, cause I, I think we should talk about like our actual topic today. Um, Thay Montgomery had this question. What do you make of the chargers blocking Kellen Moore's interview with the Chicago bears? Um, it came out and then like an hour later they hired, uh, Shane Waldron or something like that. Not an hour, but mm. it was like the next morning. Um, but what do you make of the chargers blocking the interview request of Kellen Moore? Because I think that is, is very interesting to talk about. So I definitely didn't panic and do the thing that a lot of Chargers fans <laughs> did. Like they're keep they're gonna force Kellen Moore on the new staff. Now, if Jim Harbaugh picks, picks Kellen Moore, I get it. But I'd, I'd really think it's just it's a lateral move, and they have not decided who their head coach. I mean, maybe they have, but they haven't officially signed on the dotted line who this head coach is. And so, if they go with somebody else, let's just say you don't you don't know if you are or not. Even if you'd love to get Harbaugh. It's got to happen. So you retain Kellen Moore, you retain Ryan Ficken. Initially, and I guess it's my fault because it now feels like I'm being wishy-washy. With Ryan Ficken, I'm like, yes, they're going to make sure he stays on the staff. And when the same thing happened to Kellen Moore, I'm like, well, it's just because it's a lateral move. Um, so I, I guess I can't play it like that. But yeah. I, I really don't think it means a ton. I just think it means we have not picked our head coach yet. We have not picked our general manager yet. So for now, especially because it's a lateral move, We'll keep you on staff or at least block the interview requests and we'll see. So uh, yeah. someone also like mentioned on social media, like, Oh, like they want to go to those jobs. I mean, maybe they do, but no, it's not that Kellen Moore wanted to go. It wasn't a block of like Kellen Moore specifically asking to leave. It was just a blocking of the request happened to the chargers and Kevin O'Connell in 2021. Looking back on that. I'm so curious how this team would have turned out if that request was granted, but to me, it's just, hey, it's a lateral move, so we have the right to block it. So we did. It's not like there was a promotion in line, and they were like, well, nope, going to block that. And that, if, if there was a promotion for some reason, and they were allowed to block it for some reason, then yes, then they're like keeping Kellen more. But because it's lateral, it, it really does not move the needle for me. It wasn't something that I, I panicked over. No, definitely did not panic about it. I think, you know, the, the Chargers for what it's worth, just to like throw this out there, they allowed Derek Ansley to go interview for the Giants defensive coordinator position. They did not allow Kellen Moore or Ryan Ficken to interview for other positions. I had a question about that real quick. So is it because Derek Ansley is technically like he is the defensive coordinator, but like, yeah, is there a wiggle room because he did not actually call plays? No, because he's he's still the coordinator. What I what I was gonna say is that I know that they the Chargers want to keep Ryan Ficken around. The the ownership group wants to make sure that they keep him around. 
Um, the Kellen Moore thing to me is more about the contingency plan of maybe Harbaugh leaves. You want to be able to have a potential like Kellen Moore situation where he sticks around. I think they're slightly motivated to consider that option because, you know, of the, the, the wheel of offensive coordinators that, you know, could be around Justin Herbert. So I think there's more motivation. There's definitely more motivation to keep Ryan Ficken, slight more motivation to keep uh, Kellen Moore in and, like I think they like Derek Hansley, but I don't think that they I don't want to say they don't care, but like I don't think they're super motivated to keep him around. It's he's the least how do I even say this without sounding he's the most most replaceable. And that that seems super mean, of course. But like he, he kind of is the most replaceable. Like you could bring in Minter, and I don't I don't think there's really a whole lot of questions asked. I do think you need to ask yourself, and even Jim Harbaugh, like, do I want to keep Kellen Moore around? Do I want the pass game that they envisioned, that he envisioned, that worked really well for the first three weeks before everybody got hurt? Do I want to pair that with myself, who can really work the trenches in the run game, but maybe not this new, not modern, but, you know, the 2023 passing attack sort of thing. Do I have that in me? If I don't, do I keep Kellen Moore around? Ryan Ficken, of course, like, can I replace Ryan Ficken? The answer is honestly probably no. So you definitely still have to consider those things. Derek Ansley, it's like, yeah, okay, if I bring another defensive coordinator like Minter, I'm not feeling like, oh my gosh, that coordinator left. Or I just feel like there's less questions to be asked. Yeah, yeah. I There's a scenario where I could see Harbaugh maybe being interested in keeping Kelmo around, but he's he's obviously earned the right to pick his own guy. If he wants to keep Kelmo around, like by all means, like I'm cool with it. You know, I think... Pairing Kellen Moore with Jim Harbaugh, maybe Greg Roman is like a run game coordinator. I think that kind of solves your my main issues with the Kellen Moore offense. Um, but it's Harbaugh's choice. If if Harbaugh is the head coach, he deserves to bring in his own guy. I think he's earned that right. Um, I, I I just think that Kellen Moore, Jim Harbaugh philosophies don't really match up, and and I think like the whole thing that we're looking for is, is alignment, right? It's, it's tough for me to envision everybody being on the same page when Kellen Moore was Brandon Staley's choice and not Jim Harbaugh's choice. I just think that would be a little, a little awkward. Yeah, I agree. So I, I think it inevitably is a, if it's Harbaugh, a clean sweep. Yeah. And on offense, on offense in particular defense, most likely the same thing. Yeah. Um, We'll see what happens with Jay Harbaugh. I would be very, very concerned about him replacing Ryan Ficken, but that's a, another topic for another day. Yeah. And before we get into like, hey, it's okay to have Jim Harbaugh, but replace, you know, Ryan Ficken because we'll have a really good team otherwise. We've seen the Chargers have the number one offense and defense in the league, and their special teams was the reason that they either couldn't advance in the, in the postseason or, or didn't even make the playoffs that year because the special teams was that bad. So yeah. don't Jay Harbaugh. I hope you do a really good job. I hope you do a really <laughs> good job. The pieces are there. You had the kicker. So that's good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll yeah. see. Really bad weekend for kickers, man. Uh, very, very grateful Woo. for one camera dicker after this weekend and, and all the misses. So mm-hmm. um, do we want to talk about Telesco or no? Yeah, I think enough people have asked, and we have at least one super chat about it. So, yeah. 
So again, in case you missed it, uh, Tom Telesco hired by the Raiders as the GM. Tyler and I were talking briefly about this. I'm stunned that he was able to pull off another GM job. I I think traditionally in the past that when you have a GM get fired, if he secures another GM job, it's traditionally somebody who's won a lot, has a very strong track record, has great relationships around the league, all that stuff. Telesco certainly has good relationships and everything like that. But we're talking about a GM who has two playoff wins to his name, getting hired in the same division as the GM. This is unprecedented and like very well done by Tom Telesco and his agent. Um, Congratulations to them. Obviously, I hope you do not do very well because you're the GM of the Raiders. Um, So this is this is going to be really interesting. They they reportedly were very concerned about having a rookie head coach and a rookie GM at the same time, which is why they kind of pivoted. Uh, because it was it was all like Champ Kelly, Ed Dodds, and then kind of out of nowhere it was like Tom Telesco. So it, it's going to be interesting to see from the outside looking in, you know, how things change in a different scenario. But at the end of the day, this feels like the equivalent of like them hiring Gus Bradley to me. Like uh, you know, it's it's too late for him to learn new tricks. Like he is who he is, and uh, you know, the Raiders I'm sure will potentially be regretting this decision in a few years. I don't know if it's going to last that long to me this kind of addition is okay we want a gm who's been there done that at least don't need to i'm not saying he was a great gm but you don't need to learn the gm things he's done this for over a decade yeah uh, and i think that with pierce i i just think that this is a move where you get things going pretty quick at the same time you're not so invested that this is a four-year thing necessarily like this could all end in a year for the Raiders, if it does not work, like they're giving Pierce a full shot at the same time. If I mean, let's say Vrabel misses a hire this cycle and he's waiting for a year and things don't work out for the Raiders, they go ahead and do a clean sweep and Telesco and Pierce are gone in a year if things don't work out. So to me, this is more just, hey, I think that I'd like to get a guy in place who can operate pretty quickly, who should have enough connections. Um, obviously the chargers are going to be moving on from several players or have moved on from several players so maybe the raiders are interested in some of those players uh the mike williams Devontae adams combo is going to be interesting next year for sure uh, i'm excited for the raiders to be drafting the six seven you know four nine forty receiver <laughs> in the second round out of you know east dakota state or something uh so i, I just think it's more of a hey we're going to try to do this as fast as we can get a gm who's done the gm things before if it doesn't work out, it's not like it's someone like Dodds where we feel like we've been, we are set for the net. We're, we're going to try to make this work for four years, five years, six years, et cetera. I think it's one they're just like, move on if needed. Yeah, it's it's just a weird it's a weird thing for me. Like I think Tom Telesco was an average to maybe above average GM depending on on the year. You know, I, I think there's. Enough there where he's not going to be like a train wreck. Like that's, I think that is, you know, people are saying like, this is hilarious. And like, it's surprise, but like people are trying to dunk on Tom Telesco today. And I think he's a fine GM, but it's just like, I I don't know. Like Tom Telesco and and Tony Pierce have completely different personalities. Like, I do not think that this is a relationship that could work like realistically. I don't know. It's just a weird vibe for me. Um, I had a bunch of Raiders, like other content creators, like messaging me today, like, hey, what's going on here? P 
people asking about like how involved is the Spanos family? What's to blame with Tom Telesco? It's just like, I mean, the draft record is what it is. Like there are obviously some star players that he drafted, but day three was kind of a disaster. Free agency is kind of a disaster mixed in with Corey Lindsley and, and uh, Casey Hayward. So it's going to be interesting. I, Alex made a joke about Austin Eckler being a future Raider. Um, well, you know, Josh Jacobs is a free agent there too. So, you know, hopefully if he does choose Austin Eckler, there's a, a, a nice contract there and we can get a nice compensatory pick out of it as well. Yeah. No, I mean, Telosco does like to go the, the veteran route and overpay a little bit to try to make it work. I, I'm very curious to see what he ends up doing. I'm curious how many patterns remain the same. Uh, yeah. Can we bait him into trading up for a linebacker in the second round? Because <laughs> they'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Jeremiah Trotter, come on down. You're a Raider, baby. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Trotter's oh. the junior, right? Yeah. A little bit yeah. undersized. Yeah. So, spoiler, we I don't know if people saw this or not, but we're having Trevor Sikama on the show uh, for the Chargers channel tomorrow. Trevor likes Jeremiah Trotter, and I, I, I had to hold my tongue a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm no <laughs> oh no i didn't know that uh if uh thomas martinez is in the chat me and him have messaged quite a bit about the struggles of the linebacker class this year i i honestly think it might be worse than last year's like it's it's a tough group. jeez <laughs> the one guy i really really liked has like three torn acls to his name and a shoulder surgery and it's it's that's Peyton Wilson for those who don't know. Uh, it's gotcha. it's a rough, rough linebacker class. Honestly, I, I guess then if it works out, the Telesco parting gift of Deion Henley, if it works out, ramping him up into this year as a second year player to be a starter. I don't know. That'd be nice. Anyway, with, with Telesco, I honestly feel like if if Staley were his first head coach, I genuinely could see him having stayed on for a second, but it wasn't. It was his third. And I think Telesco improved as we got through this daily era. But you can I mean you're in year 12. Like it's, it, it kind of, it's, you show what you got. And it was two playoff wins. Yeah. Yeah. So if he changes his stripes, more power to him. I, I just, I don't know if that's going to happen or not. Um, obviously, from a charter standpoint, this means that Ed Dodds is available to be hired. Um, if that yeah. is the charter's choice, then. I'm super excited about it. If Ian Cunningham is the choice, I'm super excited about it. Um, Adam Peters was kind of the consensus number one. Um, mm -hmm. But now that the Raiders have, you know, made their choice, Tom Telesco, the Chargers get their choice from the second and third GM candidates. So it's a great spot to be in. Um, Jim Harbaugh, I'm sure, would have a lot of say if that is the choice. Um, but the GM, people have asked me about the GM kind of timeline. I think it would be like a couple days after Jim Harbaugh, if Jim Harbaugh is the choice, um, because you have to do all of this contract negotiation again with a different person. And, and theoretically, you could be having these conversations with the agents and things like that. Um, but you have to be able to take some time after hiring Jim Harbaugh, potentially to also go hire the GM candidate. So it's not just something that can, you know, they announce Harbaugh, they announce Dodds like same day or the next day. Like it is like, I, I think a, a bit more of a process after that. Yeah, I agree. Is, I'm sorry. Is there, are there, is there new news about Greg Roman or is this? No, same. It's, 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 it's the same thing. I think until like there's <sighs> been one person to talk about Greg Roman. I think we need more information before we can talk about that. Hmm. 
Hmm. Well, I am not a fan. I will say that. I mean, when you lose a coordinator and then you have a first-year coordinator in Monken and you see the complete difference in that offense, even just in, in year one of that offense with what the Ravens are doing, there's a clear gap, right? There's a clear difference and a tier difference. And I'd I'd have to see what else, who else comes together on the staff. This Raiders fan is still in the chat after saying, see you guys later, like 17 times. Like, dude, why are you watching a Chargers show? Why do people do this? I will never understand. Um, but yeah, we'll, ha- we'll have some Greg Roman takes later. I, I don't really want to dive too much into that right now. Mm-hmm. Yes, we will. Um, okay. We'll get to some of these super chats really quickly. Um, but first of all, uh, we have to tell you guys about prize picks. Uh, we partner with the show or not with the show, excuse me, with prize picks all season long. And that, uh, partnership goes all the way through the Super Bowl. Um, we had a great weekend, uh, of picks and that continues for the AFC and NFC championships. I believe they will be doing Super Bowl specials. Um, I, I, I cannot confirm that. Um, but I would imagine they have several different choices going on during Super Bowl week. So um, it, it really does help support the show. If you guys go use uh, the link, uh, pricepicks.com slash guilty, code guilty at checkout. It's a great way to earn some money yourself as well as uh, support the show. So hopefully you guys have taken advantage of it. If you haven't yet, uh, please go and do so. I know Tyler's had a great time with PrizePick as well as the rest of the stream family as well. Oh yeah, tons of fun. Love using prize picks, and it's I don't know. It's kind of fun when they got the whole playoff stuff going on, and you not talking about the AFC Championship, the NFC Championship, and then the Super Bowl. Like you know, it's already fun as is. Why not make it more fun? And maybe the Chargers can't win, but you can win. So go out there, go to Prize Picks, get that hundred dollar first deposit, and uh, yeah, have some fun. It is, it is honestly, truly, genuinely fun. You can start with as low as $5 to bid, I believe. Five or $10. Like, it doesn't need to be your entire life savings, nor should it be. But if you want to go with a nice little little low start, just kind of dip your toes in, use that code, have some fun. Yeah, 100%. We also encourage you guys to go make Little Caesars the official pizza sponsor of the NFL, part of your NFL game day experience. You can order online during the Pizza Pizza pregame all day on NFL game days and even on Pro Bowl Sunday and get ready for some football and fun. Make sure to choose your favorite Little Caesars pizza or pick it the toppings you crave. Either way, you win. And speaking of winning, everyone scores with convenient delivery or our in-store pizza portal pickup. So grab some friends and enjoy a few slices during the game on Sunday, even the Pro Bowl. All right, Tyler, let's get to some of these Super Chats real quick. Uh, Robert... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Or Roberto, excuse me, Castiglione dropped a couple. Um, he says, I'm going insane, guys. Hire Jim. <laughs> I, uh, up until like Sunday night, I feel like I was fine. And then after that, I'm like, okay, like, let's get this hiring process over. Like, let's do this. Uh, me and Tyler are messaging back and forth about like emergency pods and everything like that. It's exciting, but definitely stressful. I totally can understand the anxiety that goes on with hiring a coach. So hopefully you guys are able to uh, get some sleep and things like that. Uh, you know, take a walk, work out, whatever year it is you to get your mind off of things. But I can, I can understand and appreciate the stress that comes with a coaching hire. Big stress is recording a draft specific podcast for the Chargers <laughs> channel that drops on a Wednesday with Trevor Sikama and then like eight minutes after we're done recording it's like everything's happening tomorrow yeah so, uh, thankfully like nothing has happened yet so if our video drops tomorrow on the Chargers channel then hey maybe it's got at least a few hours of being relevant and something to, to discuss and talk about but uh, yeah that that was stressful as soon as we ended and, and the whole social media thing was like it's Harbaugh is beating them tomorrow and he's bringing yeah. his wife and his bank account and his, his lawyer. <laughs> it's like, oh no. So yeah, I, I, well, that was very stressful. So we'll see what happens tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, please go watch the show tomorrow. <laughs> it's a great one. Hopefully you guys enjoy it. Um, next one here from Cody Shields is Pete a smokescreen or is there a chance LA pursues him now that he's announced he wants the job or do y'all still think, it, do y'all still 90% is Jim, just a matter of when? Uh, for those who missed it, um, Snoop Dogg said that Pete Carroll wants the Chargers job. Um, and then also Mike Florio said that Pete Carroll wants the Chargers job. Um, there has been no interview. There has been no request that I know. Technically speaking, he is still an employee of the Seattle Seahawks. So if the Chargers wanted to interview him, they would have to submit a formal request to interview him. Uh, so to me, this is just kind of like a friend saying like, Hey, Pete's a great coach. Like he should coach the charters. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't put too much into that one, honestly. Uh, yeah, I really don't. I mean, F Florio saying something you're like, okay, but if it was just Snoop Dogg and Kaplan, it probably just wash it, wash, sweep it under the rug. <laughs> Florio saying something. Okay. But uh, yeah, even if he did, which is like, cool, I would get it. It's very late. It's very late. You know? And I think yeah. the chargers would have, added him or, or interviewed him earlier in this process. We're now at the finish line of this, even if it's not hardball, like we do feel like we're at the finish line here and just jumping in all of a sudden. And I, there's an argument that, whoa, this, you know, Los Angeles would rally around Pete Carroll and everything that he's done. I, I think that's true at the same time. Would chargers fans at this point with how far it seems to have gotten with Harbaugh 
would they rally around that hire? And honestly, how many Chargers fans that are currently Chargers fans were also Pete Carroll USC fans? Like, right. what, is, what is the Venn diagram there? How much is USC of back then? Not that it's super long ago, but it was a while ago. How much is that still relevant today? I would take a guess that most people who were like avid Pete Carroll USC fans are mm -hmm. Raiders fans or Cowboys fans. Yeah, I, you, Cowboys fans. Fuck them. Like, uh, I, I don't know how much of LA is available. Like, of like people who are Pete Carroll fans, I feel like largely have an NFL team. Like already. Spoken. Yeah. 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 I don't think it would. Yeah. 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 There's been, there's been like a, a natural kind of like Northern LA is the Rams and Southern LA is the chargers. And obviously USC is Northern LA. So like, I don't know. I, I don't know how much that really would move the needle. I think it would certainly like add some excitement about the team and like same kind of thing. Like you have to pay for Pete Carroll. So I think like, you wouldn't just I think there are certain aspects of what Harbaugh gives you in terms of hiring him. Pete Carroll also would give you, but mm -hmm. I don't think it would generate the same kind of excitement in the city that hiring Jim Harbaugh would. I'm not finding out that Jim Harbaugh was on an episode of Judge Judy. Was he really? <laughs> yes. He was on so he he was on some other show too where he was like playing like a cornhole type kind of game thing. I don't know if you've seen uh -huh. this clip. But he know. like is loses this... in cornhole and he gets pissed like on this show. I, <laughs> somebody definitely has has seen this clip, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but that that one I saw a lot uh coming out. Yeah, let's do uh Justin Herbert versus Jim Harbaugh and Cornhole. They'll be punching each other by the end of that one. Just two competitive guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh Cody with another one. He says trade back with Atlanta pick swap and Terrell. Bowers at eight. Um, I think you could certainly see a trade back with Atlanta, but hmm. AJ Terrell is one of the best cornerbacks in the league. I would, there's no reason for the Falcons to trade him. Um, also depends who the Falcons are hiring. You know, do that, does that coach want a veteran quarterback or do they want to draft quarterback? Is there a quarterback that you trade up for? Because the Falcons really don't necessarily have like any extreme pressing needs outside of quarterback. And if Jaden Daniels is on the board, that could be a situation where you trade down with them. But yeah, AJ Terrell 100% is, is not available via trade. Yeah, you just, just take the pick, whatever it is. At that point, a third, maybe, or something like that. It, would, it wouldn't be a second unless they're in some sort of bidding war. But I'd be, I'd be totally fine with that. You want Daniels, Chargers take the best remaining offensive player, whether it's tackle, Bowers, or receiver. I'm cool with that. Uh, Michael DeFries, uh, thanks for keeping us grounded while we lose our minds this week. You might have to stay online and take counseling calls, Stephen, if Harbaugh bails. Listen, uh, I'm happy to support your guys' mental health. I know Tyler's mom also could support your guys' mental health, so um happy to do so. It's been like I'm trying to like be unemotional, but I, I totally understand why people are freaking out after everything that has gone on, but uh some of it definitely has been a little <laughs> little out there like you know i tweeted out that they were doing the four to six interviews and everybody's like what the fuck is going on <laughs> it, it's been funny honestly to to see how yeah impassioned everybody is about Har harbaugh and i totally get it dude people are so passionate that i i genuinely am rooting for like dan quinn sometimes just to see <laughs> 
just to see Chargers social media. Very small part of the times, right? A very small part. And it's purely just for chaos. It's, it's at this point, it's just for just for chaos. That's all I'll be rooting for. Uh, yeah, it's it's been quite a bit. I mean, we have, you know, Charlie, God bless him, doing like, uh, you know, airline, you know, tracking <laughs> and FBI stuff. You know that sort of thing so yeah uh, people were uh, driving at the facility today to see if they could see harbaugh like walking around and stuff like that i love it it's been it's been so fun to see yeah yeah it's uh it, it is a ton of fun i've tried to stay out of it i think i said yesterday yesterday was really the first day i kind of just kind of sat forward on this whole thing and went okay let's talk emergency podcasts let's like we've made a thumbnail at this point for yeah. this hire we're, we're just waiting um honestly here's here's when it's likely going to happen tomorrow between three o'clock and four o'clock because that's when i've signed myself up for after school help with students which is totally <laughs> cool happy to do that but now that i've kept myself specifically busy from yeah. three to four pst uh that's when it'll happen for sure yeah i um you know, we were messaging about it because we're, you know, we arranged the the the, inter, the not the interviews, the discussions with Trevor Sikama, and you know, we had to do it yesterday, and we like set it up, and then I was like, oh shit, like what if they hire a head coach like right after we finish recording with him? Uh, <laughs> so it's it definitely like every single time I like step away from my phone, I'm like, oh, they're gonna hire him. Like, you know, I I got home today. I, I did a Peloton ride and I was like, they're going to hire him while I'm doing this damn ride. And like the entire ride, I was like, like checking my watch to see if any notification had come on. And, and it, 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 that part is stressing me out. Like as a content creator, I'm like, okay, like let's get this done so we can talk about it. Yeah. And, but also do it in like a timely manner for us. Because as you pointed out, like we really made a big push towards YouTube and like our first big YouTube show was right after Brandon Staley had hired. And that kind of like helped us, you know, launch the channel. Um, so I, I'm stressed about the timing of it for sure. And uh, I don't know if I'm stressed about the actual hire yet. For me, it's more so about like, let's be able to react to the news in a timely manner, because I do think that this hiring is is essentially done. I'm not saying I, I know anything here. This is nothing confirmed because I'm not even in charge of this. We're not in charge of this. If our Chargers episode doesn't air tomorrow at 10 a.m., <laughs> they might be moving it for a particular reason. So we'll yeah. see. I know I that's not that's no information on my end. I have no idea. I'm not in charge. It has aired at five before. So but I'm just saying, if they move our draft content episode and it's not there at 10 a.m. tomorrow, which I do not know either way what's gonna happen, I would just be like, huh, interesting. Yeah. So set those notifications for the Chargers channel tomorrow is what Tyler is saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, it's it's been a stressful thing uh, for sure. Uh, we're going to have to change the title to this show because uh, I don't know if we're going <laughs> to dive into the actual topic very much, but you know, it is what it is. Um, last super chat here. For, we, have none, we have another one from Miss Andrea Shun as well. So shout out to the Shuns. Uh, your dad wants to know how many years before Harbaugh turns the team into a serious contender. What are your thoughts there, Tyler? Uh, slightly depends on what happens in free agency, but I, I think 2025. If we're saying Super Bowl contender, then like 25, 26, maybe even 26, honestly. Depends how much they're going to gut this team. I, I really think if it's Harbaugh, 
we're not going to love 2024 and people will write all their articles about 2024 and like, oh, Harbaugh, they're not quitting a Super Bowl in year one. Like, what an overpay. I think 2024 is a let's gut this team. And, you know, we got some key pieces, but otherwise it's a completely new franchise, honestly. I mean, right down to the new practice facility. So I, I think that like 2025 is when you start feeling like a contender. And, and frankly, I wouldn't pick them to win the division next year if they hired Harbaugh. It's still the Chiefs until proven otherwise. Uh, the Ravens are still good. Obviously, the rest of the AFC should not lose all of their quarterbacks next year. So, yeah, I'll, I'll say 2025 would be the earliest. The Chiefs thing is so discouraging, man. It really is so discouraging. Their offense was so average this whole season, and they're still playing an AFC championship <laughs> game. It's yeah. so frustrating. I was so rooting for the Buffalo Bills to win that game. And when I saw Kiel Shakir get open in the end zone, I was like, this is it. This is the Bills moment. <sighs> and then the kicker missed the field goal. And, oh, man, apparently Josina Anderson tweeted something. Josina tweet. Uh, I'm told Jim Harbaugh was still meeting with the Chargers at least as of late afternoon Pacific time, early evening Eastern time today per source. It would be a nice touch to also take Harbaugh's Harbaugh slash a prospect to dinner while they're in person. Just my thought, though, is a Capital Girl or Mastro's in the area as an example with shades. <laughs> did that help a single person after I just read that? I don't think it did. Um, Harbaugh was still also shout out David for getting the retweet. Yeah. So she, Harbaugh was still in the building as at least as of late afternoon Pacific time, early evening Eastern time. Mm -hmm. So she, I think she initially tweeted that discussions were ongoing at 1 p.m. Hmm. So what a late afternoon, like you're talking probably like 435. Sure. It would be a nice touch to also take Harbaugh slash a prospect to dinner while they're in person. Just my thought, though. Is that a... Are they meeting at the... In Costa Old, Mesa? Yeah, Costa Mesa. Yeah. The okay. new facility's yeah. not ready yet, so they're still in Costa Mesa right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then the Capitol Girl is the one at South Coast Plaza. Mastro's is the one that they've already gone to. Um, Who's Sal Guerrero? Who? Uh, Ike Boy said the mobility tweet and the Sal Guerrero tweet. I don't know who Sal Guerrero is. No idea. So they could be eating dinner tonight is basically what I'm. Yeah. Got. And taking a prospect out. They're taking a lot to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would be an easy pull. Um, but yes. So to get back to your dad's question here. I think, you know, we'll see exactly like who is going to be off the roster, but like they don't have, like they cannot keep the big four. Like maybe no. you keep Keenan, maybe you keep Khalil, but at least two of them are gone. Corey Lindsley is gone. I assume Eric Kendricks is gone. Sebastian Joseph Day is already gone. JC Jackson's already gone. The defense is going to be gutted for next year. And granted, you'll get a better defensive coordinator, better play caller in Jesse Minter. But the defense is going to be gutted next year. 
And I, I think that we've seen, you know, these, you know, a, a high end coach can do so much for you, but in terms of being a Super Bowl contender, like that's 2025 at minimum. I think anybody expecting like division win, like division champs next year, you know, over 10 wins, I think is already setting themselves up for disappointment. Um, if that happens, awesome. We'll be here to celebrate with you guys. But the roster is going to be in in not brutal shape because you still have some foundational pieces here. But it, it's going to be tough for them to like really be like a true contender until next offseason when they have more money, more yeah. draft picks potentially. So it, it it's a 2025 thing in terms of like true contendership, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, I guess we are at 10,000 subscribers. Hey. Um, yes, it does say that on YouTube. That's I'm down. sure someone will unsubscribe for the yokes because that it feels customary to then ruin our happiness uh, with a good like 9,999. But no, seriously, I appreciate the 10,000. As we talked about, Brandon Staley was like our first, that hire was the first. And I think that we didn't post it. Did we either post it about Staley or no, we had planned it with Ryan already to make that video. And it just so happened the day that we planned on recording that video about Staley, he was hired. Yeah. That's pretty good timing. Oh, is it 657 yet? It's 657, guys. It so is 657. Exactly. This is it, this is it folks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we did, um, the Chargers were doing second interviews with everybody. And so we were planning to do like, we were going to have other uh, content creators on the show to help us cover those candidates. And Ryan was the first one who we had on because of, you know, his, his time covering the Rams and everything like that. And like an hour before we hopped on, they, they hired Brandon Staley and it just kind of turned into reaction stuff with him. <laughs> so yeah. It was really cool. It was a cool moment. Appreciate Ryan Dyward. Obviously I used to work with LAFB. Um, wish him nothing but the best. I don't know if he's watching or anybody from LAFB is watching, but um, appreciate Ryan for his time. And that really kind of helped us get started because that was, we were the first ones talking about the news because we were, we were already planning to go live. So um, it's been a journey, obviously, we are going to do a giveaway related to the number 10, uh, obviously that Justin Herbert. So uh, stay tuned for that. I will not be posting it on Twitter because every time I post a giveaway on Twitter, there's 37 million bots that jump out of nowhere and pretend to be the Guiltiest <laughs> Charge podcast. So that will be posted probably on YouTube or Instagram, probably both there. Um, so we appreciate you guys. 10,000 is way more than I ever thought that we would have when we first started this thing four years ago. So appreciate you guys sincerely. Um, the support has been awesome to see the community has been awesome to see. Um, this year we did the discord for the first time. Discord has been going great. We appreciate everybody in there. If you're not there, we encourage you to jump in. Um, but, uh, 10,000 subscribers, man, it's, it's been a goal of ours for a little bit here and it's kind of surreal to see that this is uh, finally happening for us. Yeah. We weren't even sure we'd do YouTube. We just, we just talked <laughs> into our audacity yeah. and we would post on buzzsprout i think buzzsprout, and that, yep that was I and mean, we were like hmm should we take this like mattress deal and see if we can get, <laughs> like, you know like purple mattress or whatever it is so mm-hmm. yeah it's uh honestly and i think this is you know how jake says thanks for sticking us with, with us through the ups and downs likewise uh last year was not fun we certainly we started with the lynn era final year which is also the start of the herbert era so that was fun but uh hasn't been an exciting group of years for sure 
a lot of good offseason excitement but then you know week one hits and, and things kind of change so yeah no thank you guys for sticking in here with us we are looking forward to better days ahead for the chargers if it is jim harbaugh and really if it is if it's Vrabel, ben johnson like i do think better times are ahead and uh should be fun yeah i i've said this before but 2018 was the first time i i, co- I started covering the chargers through bolt beat and i was really spoiled that year because the team was awesome it was so much fun <laughs> to cover that team um there were parts of last year that were fun i mean they made the playoffs like there were parts of last year that were fun but it's it's been a minute since we got to cover like a true contender 2021 i thought like 100 was going to be a playoff team and then the stupid texans game happened um <laughs> oh so, yeah one day one day we'll cover like a true contender chargers team like i'm i've become pretty good friends with a, a content creator who covers the lions and that's part of the reasons why like i've been rooting for them <laughs> what an experience man like he he used to be a season ticket holder and then he just got so sick of like the disappointment so he stopped being a, sick, a season ticket holder picked it back up when dan campbell was hired and you know it's just been like i've been living vicariously through him during this whole lions run and like he posted a video of him and his son like crying at the lions game this past weekend so uh one day that'll be us one day tyler and i will be sitting at a playoff game that the chargers will win and uh that'll be a cool experience we almost got to the, the week 18 thing was so close when we were in dude. las vegas that would have been an epic dude. experience if they had managed to win that game but it was still really fun but uh one day we'll get to sit and watch a playoff game together that the chargers will win and it'll be awesome yeah, I can't wait to just be 95 years old and be speed bugging <laughs> Not 95. You with the game, just like, man, like Steven, that. he's going to do it. Philip Rivers the third, he's over again. <laughs> Philip Rivers the third. I don't know if that math even checks out, but you know, like, yeah, you're going to do it. Uh, fourth and 29, they're not going to convert this time. yeah oh hopefully we're not 95 i don't want to be like that one lions fan that cbs interviewed who was like literally 95 yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i think my grandpa was 80 something when the eagles finally won the super bowl so yeah thank you thank you jorge that is my that uh was... it's my spongebob uh impression that was good that was we're good. gonna be on strike for a long time Squidward. <laughs> that one I've made like uh, multiple SpongeBob references the past week. Uh, no wonder we don't have a hundred thousand subscribers. <laughs> yeah, God darn it, Marley McCree the fourth. Oh man, the Milwaukee Bucks. What are you doing? Anyways, but yeah, man, that was that was a good one. SpongeBob, we love a good SpongeBob moment. Tyler is the Gakmino ambassador. One hundred percent. Tyler is way more creative than I am about that stuff uh so definitely definitely the ambassador there i gotta keep it so cordial you know i feel like we just you know we, we try to keep it really like you know cordial and you know professional if we can uh if if this season goes awful or it goes really great we're, i'm gonna move in that direction of just just we're just gonna let it loose just gonna let it loose <laughs> gonna let it all loose have some fun yeah <laughs> i guess i'm gonna dress up as an old guy now and give my takes of the game oh old man jenkins yeah, Mulan comparison. What was the Mulan comparison? Uh, the Mulan comparison is still top three. I don't remember the Mulan comparison. Um, 
that must be an oldie. <laughs> that must be a, that must be one from a while back. I mean, I remember some other ones. I remember uh, Sex Eyes. <laughs> the Sex Eyes was a funny one. That was Alex, yeah. obviously. Yeah, Jared Cuck. Um, <laughs> mostly just Alex saying something that yeah. made us laugh. Oh, me and Alex. Yeah, the three of us were the three soldiers from Mulan. I yes. Was, um, okay. Yeah, yeah, Ho, he was laying, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm Yao. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I think our podcast listeners are in hell right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is Chaos essentially just us. Trying... <laughs> oh my gosh, that was funny. Um, the sex eyes from from Alex was. It was about Justin Fields, I believe, and Kyle, and Kyle Shanahan, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know if Alex is in here. I doubt it. The bike thief also was a hilarious one. <laughs> I stand by that. I have principles, guys. I'm a firstborn child. I have principles. I'm a goody-goody. My parents are still in here. Ask. I am such a goody-goody. You steal a bike? <laughs> the only way you can make it in the NFL is being drafted by the Packers. So good job, Packers, for getting Rasheed Walker. Yeah, the the bike thief one uh, for those who missed it was a, a draft thing about Rashid Walker. And now, like in our group chat, every time we hear about like something that a prospect is doing, we're like, <laughs> "Where does this rank on the bike thief scale?" <laughs> I, I had to bring it up, you know. It could have been something. He did drop a bit, so I don't think I was too far off. The Chargers yeah. avoided him, not yeah. avoided, but they didn't draft him. So there's that. Oh man, we've gotten some more super chats. Somehow there are still six hundred of you in here. I think we're all just waiting for the <laughs> break at this yeah, point. Yeah, we're we're not gonna go to sleep. This is our very first eighty-four hour uh, live stream. Let's do this. Uh, Justin, aka So Light. I think they are definitely talking coaching staff, GM staff. I think this is this is all about the details uh, for sure. Um, Josh Alberson. Now that Harbaugh is going to be hired, I'll end up listening to every GAC podcast since I think we. <laughs> hey, Josh. <laughs> I haven't seen Josh in a bit. How's it going, Josh? I feel like yeah. it's been a minute since we've had him. Uh, I don't know how often he's in here. As Josh, no less. Uh, um, can you tell Dean Thanos cruises are great? I don't know if that's an inside joke that I'm missing. I objectively do not like cruises. I'm throwing that out there. Yeah. Yeah. Not my I, I, Yeah, I, I love like the spontaneity sort of thing. I yes, just... Now we have time to talk about Keenan and Mike Williams since we have an 84-hour stream coming up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but appreciate Josh. He was one of our uh, first Patreon support supporters uh, yeah. when we first started. So uh, appreciate him for sure. Oh, man. <laughs> Someone said no sleep till Harbaugh. I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we got really? a new member just now. Nice. Cool, cool, cool. That's all it takes is a Yao impression? All right, guys. <laughs> Let me know what I got to do. <laughs> yeah. So, obviously, we're going to talk about Mike Williams and Keenan Allen on another episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> For the worst. Um. We've had a lot to talk about tonight. You know, we've just been waiting. For we've had one thing to talk about for 64 minutes. Yeah. And it didn't yeah. even happen. No, watch. Like they're gonna, we're gonna hop off here, and then like twenty minutes later, the news is gonna break. Watch. 
Okay, we've got a we've got a Jerry Maguire reference in here. You had me at Harbaugh, I guess. It's a stretch, but I I, pre, I respect the effort. Yeah, the false advertising the title. Yeah, that's fair. Although it was the second part. Harbathon. We can't go to sleep now. We'll have Philip Rivers' son when we win the Super Bowl. When is when, Gunner is a? He just finished freshman? his freshman season. Yeah. So he'll be he'll be draft eligible in six years. Okay. At yeah, the earliest. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Hopefully he stays in school. Does the COVID year? Oh, oh yeah. man! Did you see that uh, Miami tight end who's going to be in college for like the ninth year this year? <laughs> Can you really talk being from from Utah, dude? Aren't you guys in school for like forever? I mean, yeah, because we do two year missions and things like that. I mean, Cam Rising, this is going to be his seventh season, but <laughs> for a very different reason. Cam Rising's been the quarterback since like I don't know. Uh, yeah, well, seven years, like you said, seven years. It's a long time. Yeah. His first season uh, as so he got to Utah in 2019, but he was the NCAA did not rule him eligible, so he didn't play that year. And then he started 2020, lasted seven snaps against USC, and then Marlon Tuipolotu landed on his shoulder, and he. Uh, I forget the specific injury, but he had to get shoulder surgery. Mm. Um, that was obviously during the COVID season. And then he played 2021, played 2022, did not play this year. And then next year will be his seventh year in college because he started at Texas. Hey, man, so. go get your does, – does Utah got a big like NIL thing going on? Yes, actually they yeah. do. Yeah. For him, at least, they do. Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's probably it for tonight. Uh, again, watch this news break like right after we get on. So uh, I can't believe we had 600 people in here for this episode without any news or anything like that and a wrong title. So we appreciate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if the Chargers hire Jim Harbaugh tomorrow, we will hop on again tomorrow. If not, we will be here on Thursday to talk about whatever is happening on Thursday. So that's uh that's the news so we have like tyler said an emergency podcast ready to rock the thumbnail and everything so <laughs> if it happens tomorrow we will be here if it happens tonight we will not be here we, i don't think we'll hop back on tonight i i got some stuff oh there. i'll be here <laughs> yeah we'll be here <laughs> so uh yeah we'll uh we'll be here tomorrow night if the Chargers do make the hire if not we'll see you guys on uh thursday all right 600 people in here for this show. I still can't believe it. Appreciate you guys so much. 10,000 is unreal. Um, yeah, we'll see you later. Hope you guys have a great rest of your night. As always, bolt up. Bye-bye. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. 
And right now you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.